The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. So, great to be back with you. See so many familiar faces here. Tonight, I um, I want to talk about the moments in between in our lives. Moments of waiting, of travel, the interstitial moments. Whether it's in line at the grocery store, at an airport, or waiting for a doctor's appointment, whatever. And to invite us to bring our practice to those moments. Practice to the strangers around us, to ourselves, to the sort of mundaneness of those moments of waiting. For me, I I found that my own practice, my own life really transformed when waiting went from waiting to an opportunity for practice, for meditation practice, and in particular, loving kindness practice, although mindfulness also works beautifully. So I'm going to read something. We have someone from Albuquerque. This is actually written by a poet about the Albuquerque airport. Um, So friend of the insight meditation movement or a friend of Buddhism, Naomi Shihab Nyai. And she has a little piece that she wrote called Wandering Around an Albuquerque Airport. Many of you may have heard this before. Just to listen to it with the ears of um, someone who might be practicing with something similar. She writes, after learning my flight was detained four hours, I heard the announcement. If anyone in the vicinity of gate 4A understands any Arabic, please come to the gate immediately. Well, one pauses these days, but gate 4A was my gate. I went there. An older woman in full traditional Palestinian dress, just like my grandma wore, was crumpled to the floor, wailing loudly. Help, said the flight service person. Talk to her. What is her problem? We told her the flight was going to be four hours late, and she did this. So I put my arm around her and spoke to her haltingly. And I'm just going to read the translation because I have no Arabic whatsoever. Dua, that's a girl's name. What do you want, honey? Wait, wait a second, please. What are you doing? The minute she heard any words that she knew, however poorly used, she stopped crying. She thought our flight had been canceled entirely, and she needed to be in El Paso for some major medical treatment the following day. I said, no, no, we're fine. You'll get there. Just wait. Who's picking you up? Let's call him and tell him. So we called her son, and I spoke with him in English. I told him I would stay with his mother until we got on the plane and would ride next to her, Southwest Airlines. Then she talked to him, and then we called her other sons just for the fun of it. Then we called my dad, and he spoke to her for a while in Arabic, and they found out, of course, they had 10 shared friends. All of this took an hour. Then I thought, what the heck? Why not call some Palestinian poets I know and let them chat with her? This all took up to about two hours. She was laughing a lot by then, telling about her life, answering questions. She'd pulled out a sack of homemade mamul cookies, little powdered sugar crumbly mounds filled with dates and nuts out of her bag. And she was offering them to all the women at the gate. To my amazement, Not a single woman declined one. It was like a sacrament. The traveler from Argentina, the traveler from California, the lovely woman from Laredo, we were all covered with the same powdered sugar and smiling. There are no better cookies. And then the airline broke out the free beverages from huge coolers, non-alcoholic, and the two little girls from our flight, one African-American, one Mexican-American, ran around serving us all apple juice and lemonade, and they were covered with powdered sugar too. And then I noticed my new best friend 
by now we were holding hands, had a potted plant poking out of her bag. Such an old country tradition. Always carry a plant. Always stay rooted somewhere. And I looked around that gate of late and weary ones and thought, this is the world I want to live in. The shared world. Not a single person in this gate, once the crying of confusion stopped, seemed apprehensive about any other person. They took the cookies. I wanted to hug all those other women too. This can still happen anywhere. All is not lost. Naomi, she had no So, not that all of us or necessarily any of us are going to do exactly something like that, but what I love about her writing this is it speaks to the incredible power of openness and kindness to strangers. Openness and kindness in these moments that could just be about waiting, could be really unpleasant, could be really isolating. And instead, sometimes there's this magical connection when one person is open, kind, empathetic to another in these situations. One of my roommates many years ago in Chicago met her future husband in a stalled grocery store line in very similar type of circumstances. And just like the magic of the whole line talking to each other instead of being grumpy and frustrated. So just to invite the possibility, kindness, openness. So those are my introductory reflections, friends. And the invitation now is to settle back, find a comfortable posture, turn off anything that might distract you, computer notifications, phone notifications, anything like that. Close your eyes. And um, just so you know, I'm going to make it to where no one can unmute. But if you need to chat me, you can still chat me. I will have my eyes open some of the time. And the not unmuting part is just to make sure no one inadvertently noisily comes into the meditation room in meditation. So, finding a balanced posture, balanced between comfort and alertness. And if you're comfortable doing so, the invitation is to soften your eyes and then gently close them. Let them rest. Let the gaze go internal and back towards your heart, perhaps. Almost as if you could see through your body to your heart center. Starting by taking one or two slightly deeper breaths. Putting any excess tension out with the out-breath. And scanning through your body. Feeling any places of quivering. Aliveness. Vibration. Places of softness, tension, or relaxation. Mm, Maybe sweeping the attention from the tip of the head, the crown of the head, 
down through the face, forehead, eyes, cheeks, jaw. Allowing even the tongue to relax. Maybe feeling the warmth of your breath through your windpipe and throat. And inviting that to soften the neck, the chest. Mm. The shoulders relaxing down away from the ears. Feeling the breath in your chest, maybe flexing the ribs a little bit on the in breath. Maybe warming the inside of your upper back. And feeling the pleasure, the relaxation of the out-breath. You allow the attention to sink further into your core. The lungs and viscera, the diaphragm, the belly. Allowing them to hang softly from the spine. Softening the mid and lower back. The hips and groin. And allowing your weight to feel supported against the cushion, chair, whatever that surface is, held by gravity, cradled. Allowing the legs, the thighs, calves, shins to soften. Allowing any excess tension to drain out of the ankles and feet. While inviting them to relax too. Hmm. And allowing awareness to fill up the whole body. Awareness from the inside out. Attuning to the sensations of your own aliveness. And especially attuning to the sensations associated with your body breathing. Could be a general sense of aliveness, of transpiration. All of the cells in a give and take of oxygen and carbon dioxide. Dancing in harmony. It could be as simple as the rising and falling of the abdomen and chest. Or the subtle, pleasant, or simply undefinable sensations at the tip of the nose.
resting in the flow of the in and out breath for a few minutes. Inviting all other concerns then and there to fade to the periphery, the background. Allowing awareness to fill the body, the moment, the breath. Allowing yourself to be soothed. Now, when you're ready, the invitation is to call to mind a person, animal, or being from whom the thought of them just brings a smile to your being, a sense of lightness or happiness to your heart. This could be an image of them or a felt sense of them. Perhaps even imagining that they're nearby, in the same room. Noticing. Tuning in to your heart center. Noticing how it feels there. You're noticing how it feels in your whole chest. And then it feels right to you. Sending good wishes to this other one, maybe on the outbreath, or as an imagined gesture or expression. Receiving how that feels. Give, offer on the in-breath. Imagine them receiving these good wishes. 
perhaps a felt sense of that or an imagined expression, some kind of resonance, gatuning for it. Resuming the offering. Be like soft light emitting from your heart towards them. Like a movement, sound wave, a gong. Offering. Receiving. And if it's helpful, you can use words, your own and your own language, or I'll offer some to clarify and hone these good intentions. I'll start with slightly longer phrases and then shorten them. Encourage you to shorten whatever you say. The way of building momentum. May you be safe from inner and outer harm. May you be happy. May you heal and be as healthy as possible. May you know peace. And may you be free. Be safe. Happy. Healthy. Be peaceful. Be free. Offering these good wishes to this other one. In whatever words or rhythm work for you. time to time, checking in with the sensations and feelings in your own body and heart. 
and refreshing these good intentions. Perhaps imagining them rippling through your body. Outwards to this other one. Or wafting out like a breeze. Through every cell, every pore, every muscle and bone in this body to this other one. Consciously expanding the circle to include good wishes to both of you. This other one and yourself. May we be safe, happy, healthy. May we be peaceful and free. And the invitation is to imagine you and this other one in a mildly unpleasant or neutral place where you're waiting, just in between, in between events, activities, places, knowledge. And in that situation, sending kindness both to yourselves, to yourself and this other one, and also to any other people, creatures that might be either directly or tangentially there or involved in some way.
rippling out from you and this benefactor, ally, friend. You safe, happy, healthy. Be peaceful, easeful, and free. Allowing this gesture, ripple of offering, to extend out beyond, feeling the resonance, the goodness of the intention in this body and heart. And then expanding the circle out further. Perhaps letting go of any imagined scenario. And offering these intentions of kindness, friendliness. Outward, unbounded, in all directions. As near or far as they want to flow. 
use phrases if you wish, or just silence. In the last moments of this meditation, the invitation is to let go of any phrases or visualizations and just to relax into, be with, savor or acknowledge whatever is arising in this moment this body and mind with kindness and appreciation. Letting everything just flow through. custom here when I teach. The invitation now is to stay in meditative space for a moment and 
Take a moment to offer kindness, friendliness, silently to the other members of this Sangha, the ones here in this Zoom room and the little tiles. You can turn on your video if you want to be seen, to receive this kindness. And just scroll through and offer to your Sangha mates, fellow practitioners, knowing as you're offering, you're receiving good wishes from everyone else here. And also to take a moment and offer kindness to any fellow practitioners who aren't here tonight. Maybe ones will be listening later. Couldn't make it. Thank you for that, that moment. The floor is open for anyone who has any any short reflections, comments, questions about the practice based on what we did. Anyone like to share? I guess maybe use your Zoom hand because we have more than one screen tonight. You're also welcome, if you're not comfortable speaking, um, to put it in the chat. That's fine, too. Yes, Kenneth. Hi. Hi. Uh, that was really wonderful. I really thank you for that. There was so much in there. And uh, the first part of it, where we were feeling uh, energy, life force inside ourselves. Is something I've been doing a lot of because um, I work with Tara Brock. But, you know, it's sensations in your body, in your hips and everything. So I call it my butt meditation. <laughs> Thank you, Kenneth. <laughs> yes, the aliveness. Thank you very much. Anything else while you're there? No. Okay. Charles Lee, please. Hi. Hello, everybody. Um, yeah, it was very um, absorbing practice. Uh, my house is empty, which is almost never the case. So it was like a different, uh, a different, uh, a different way to sit. I could hear the sound of silence. Um, uh, I when you rang the bell at the end of practice, there was a, like a physical filling of volume in my ears or ear canal. It actually felt like, like it was being filled. Um, so really in touch with the body. Um, but throughout the entire sit, I was, uh, I was like, what do I do with my hands? I was like, this would be a whole lot easier if I didn't have hands. <laughs> so I don't know if you have any any uh, uh, you know, any advice as to you know what I do with my hands when uh, doing stationary practice. Thank you so much for the beautiful sharing. First, um, I'm curious. Two things. First of all, where were your hands when you were practicing? Um, they were on my knees. They were in kind of like a, a like a mudra I learned at a Zen uh, practice. Um, I was like this. I was like this. I was like this. I was like this. <laughs> uh, so there was a lot of like there was a lot of switching and and. Uh... <laughs> yeah. So is it fair to say there might have been a little bit of um sort of exploration, interest, curiosity, and maybe a little bit of restlessness there with the hands? Yeah, I think there was, there was, yeah, there was some curiosity, but then it, yeah, definitely got into the, just like fidgeting and, and, uh, and then even, you know, this like idea of like, what's the, you know, a little bit of doubt, 
you know, what is the, you know, is this better than that? Well, this feels good, but is it supposed to feel good or is it supposed to like work towards, you know, keeping me centered? Yeah. So feeling good is a good place to notice. And you're, you know, it's probably like for me in meditation, as long as it's not pulling me out of the meditation, if it feels good, it's usually a help, right? So you can play with that. And then this is, I've not heard other teachers in this tradition talk about this, but I'll also share something that has been helpful for me, particularly in loving kindness practice, which is to use like a mudra that is specific to the practice for me or for you. You can invent your own. But um, I've used a couple. One is, um, trying to show you, it's a heart. See that? And then if I'm directing it towards someone, I tent my, my fingers. Yeah. And I just put my hands on my lap or have them down at my sternum, which you can't see because of the camera. Um, but wherever it feels easeful, this is not supposed to be like a strained thing. And another thing I'll sometimes do occasionally, especially when I'm switching people, is something like that, like an offering gesture. Now, that's non-standard. A lot of teachers will tell you not to move. So I just I would want to invite that as an occasional thing, not like an all the time thing. But it can be helpful to draw the mind more deeply into the practice, especially if you happen to be more of a kinesthetic type. So um, those are possibilities. But I would say like playing with a little bit and then settling into one thing. Let yourself get deeper. It sounds like you were quite connected. Thank you. Beautiful questions and comments. Thanks. So friends, we have reached what is for many people their favorite part of happy hour. Um, Laura, we are about to go into breakout rooms. Can we do a quick one? Yes, for sure. Okay. Just um, yeah, if you don't mind my just sharing what works for me in my hands. Um, I often like to hold something that is meaning for me, like a stone or a little clay figurine that has meaning for me and that helps to calm and ground me. So beautiful. I'd share, share that. Beautiful. Thanks. Thank you for sharing that. That's great. So that's so weird. My wife just got me meditation stones. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so friends, um, those of you who want to stay and talk in breakout rooms, you're warmly welcome to stay. If you want to stay and not talk in breakout rooms, just don't accept the invitation. You can stay and meditate quietly. I'll be in the main room with my camera off. Um, the invitation is to talk about what might be an informal situation, an in-between in situation where you would like to practice or have practiced kindness or any of the other heart qualities, generosity, gratitude, equanimity. Patience, compassion, altruistic joy. And like what works for you in informal situations? Welcome back. Uh, we just have a minute or two left. So any um, anyone want to share anything short about something they learned from that? Or something they shared in that that they think the large group would be interested in? Yeah, I, I want to just comment on, I don't know if it's typical for the whole group at all, but I it made me aware of how the time I waste in downtime, not really using it in any focused way at all, and uh, sort of encouraged me to to you know re uh, realign myself, if you will. Mm. So, uh, Beautiful. It's something really kind of profound to see, isn't it? That mm -hmm. that we can shift our relationship to downtime between yeah. time. Well, time's important. You know, it's the only asset that we can't re recoup. Mm -hmm. 
you know, we can get money back, but we can't get time back. So. Yeah. Moments. So I think we're at the top of the hour, friends. So um, thank you for sharing each of you and with each other and earlier with all of us and just now with me. Check and see. And see, thanks going out to Neil. <laughs> so um, just want to briefly dedicate our time. May the benefits of our practice here together ripple out through our own lives and hearts, through the empty spaces, through the moments in between. And may they be a benefit to all people, all beings our lives touch and all beings their lives touch and onward and onward, outward and outward. May all beings be safe, happy, healthy, peaceful, and free. And may our actions help that to come about. Bye, all. Thank you, Bye. Thank you, Bye. 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 Bye.